0: This is the Trevor J. Brown Show from Inherent Dream Production Company. The Trevor J. Brown Show. The Trevor J. Brown Show is meant for an adult audience. An adult audience. The Trevor J. Brown Show may contain explicit language and topics. Explicit language and topics. Listener discretion is advised. This is. Is the Trevor J. Brown Show? Be a part of the show and email us at inherentdream at yahoo.com. And now, your host, you guessed it, Trevor J. Brown.
1: It's the show, it's my show, it's the Trevor J. Brown show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Join us in the conversation at facebook.com backslash the Trevor J. Brown show. Facebook.com backslash inherent dream. InherentDream at Yahoo.com is our email address and our website, InherentDream.com. Tuesdays and Thursdays, available on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts, and our Friday shows are available on the Spotify app. Last week on Friday, we played some of our favorite new music, including... Talking about new albums from the Killers, Churches, and Halsey. Go back and listen to that now in case you missed it. But great to be with you here this evening. We have the Moron Spotlight coming up for you in a little while. We will also be getting to HodgePodge tonight. Where HodgePodge tonight you could maybe put into the Moron Spotlight. Because tonight I've I've been salivating. Rolling Stone updated their list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. And we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. So that's coming up here this evening. Let's first get to the headlines here this evening. The COVID-19 pandemic has become the deadliest disease event in American history, with a death toll surpassing that of the 1918 Spanish flu. The Spanish flu was previously the disease event that caused the biggest loss of life in the United States. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimate that uh, 675,000 Americans died during the 1918 pandemic in waves of illness that stretched out over roughly two years in the country. According to the uh, COVID-19 tracker from an organization called STAT, COVID deaths stand at more than 675,000 Four hundred U.S. deaths make up roughly 14 percent of the nearly four point seven million fatalities that have been reported worldwide in this pandemic to date, even though the country's population uh, comprises only four point two percent of the global population. So, hey, we're uh, we're among one of the leaders. We always love being a leader when it comes to things. We're a leader uh, in the world in terms of covid deaths. So how about that? Pure hypocrisy here, a Florida Republican who ranted against coronavirus safety measure mandates on social media died suddenly of COVID-19 before he could teach anyone else how to manage his local party chapters accounting software, leaving his former colleagues scrambling. The Hillsborough County Republican Executive Committee based in Tampa filed a notice with the Federal Election Commission on Tuesday stating that the group would try its best but might not be able to make its next filing deadline for more than a year. The Hillsborough GOP relied on software developed by Greg Prentice 61, who ran its election integrity committee. According to the website, Greg's software converted d- data from our QuickBooks software to supply the information needed by the FEC. Unfortunately, Greg passed away suddenly from COVID-19 on Saturday Greg did not share the software and instructions with our officers. The group now has to enter its data manually. It may also have to re-enter data from the rest of 2021. Uh, Prentice had used his Facebook account to rail against mask mandates and attack efforts by government officials to combat the virus. It is unclear when he contracted the virus. Here's something that I, I have an honest question honest question for you and if you know the answer well i don't know if there is an answer but i'm just i'm just talking out loud here so if you're against the vaccine you don't you don't want to get the the covet 19 vaccine okay all right fine shouldn't you then be more for some of these other measures to try to keep people safe or do you just not give a rat's ass about anybody else there are so many corporate christian people out out in this universe, uh, universe today you are not going to find a whole lot of genuine people that actually give a damn there are so many i i like to call them corporate christians because they they think they know the word well they could they could quote you every scripture you know every verse in the bible they could tell you what it means and who said it and who did what and and all of this stuff but they don't they don't firmly believe it in their heart and they don't really give a damn about their themselves. They don't give a damn about their family. They don't give a damn about their neighbors. They don't care. It's all about them. I, don't, I cannot tell you. I cannot begin to tell you how many things I've read, how many news stories I've read. And let me be clear. I don't want anyone to pass away from COVID. There's been way too many deaths from COVID the way it is. But I cannot begin to tell you how many stories I've read In the last three months of people who were anti-vaccine, they openly talked about how the vaccine, they're going to track you and I'm against this and I'm against that. And then they either pass away or somebody close to them passes away. And then we get the, I made a mistake. This is very serious. I'm going to tell you why it's serious. So you didn't give a rat's ass until it actually affected you. But then when it affects you, you want to come forward and and have a teachable, teachable moment. See, the problem with society today is everybody thinks that God is trying to teach other people a lesson. Did you ever sit down for a second and think maybe God's trying to teach you a lesson? It's fascinating if you actually think about it, because sometimes God uses us to show others the way sometimes he uses other people to show you the way i just find it pure hypocrisy if i'm being honest with you i don't care i didn't care about any of this but now now there's now there's an issue the other thing i'm tired of these news stories of people coming out and saying well i'm vaccinated and i'm not of course we heard from sarah palin the 2008 GOP vice presidential nominee, which pretty much cost John McCain the election, in my opinion. Well, she said this week that she has not received the COVID-19 vaccine because she believes in, quote, science. During an interview with Fox News personality Greg Gutfeld on Thursday, the former Alaska governor cited having natural immunity from contracting the disease in March. I am one of those white, common-sense conservatives, Palin said. I believe in science and have not taken the shot. One, because the waitress never came back to ask me if I'm ready for that shot. What? But two, because I do believe in science and the Fauciism of the day back then was, if you had COVID, I've had COVID. Well, then Mother Nature was creating an immunity. So I want to ask the questions, Palin added. Here's the other thing, too. When when did this all become a big fauciism and he's corrupt. You know, you realize this guy has worked not just for the Joe Biden administration. You know, he was he worked uh when Donald Trump was president too. He's worked with both Democrats and Republicans, but now because it's a narrative that you don't like because you can't walk into a business uh in some areas and you you, you know you you have to wear a face mask. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there there are some areas in the country where you have to have a COVID-19. You have to show proof of vaccination. You know, you might not be able to get your your fat ass might not be able to get a cheeseburger, uh, but you can still get the cheeseburger. Also, have you ever heard of like DoorDash? You could just have it delivered to your house, too. Uh man, there's so much good stuff for the moron spotlight. It's uh, it's going to be slipping over for sure. Here's here's proof of what we were just talking about. When a New York City restaurant hostess asked customers visiting from Texas for proof of their COVID-19 vaccination, the group allegedly assaulted her. On Thursday, NBC New York obtained footage of the alleged attack outside Carmine's Italian restaurant on the Upper West Side. The hostess was punched repeatedly and had her necklace broken, according to the New York City Fire department. The three suspects, ages 21, 44, and 49. Boy, don't they sound like lovely people? They were taken into NYPD custody, according to police. In New York City, businesses can be fined one thousand dollars if they fail to ask customers for proof of vaccination in indoor venues. This this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. You know, you realize. Look, and I'm not making light of uh, of of the waitress. She probably loves her job. Maybe she makes good money in tips, but she's not a millionaire. It's all these frauds They you know, they go into a Home Depot store and you're yelling at the guy that works security at the front because he asks you to wear a mask. You're yelling at him and you're trying to make some some big tirade going off. I remember uh when the when the pandemic first started, there was a local video of uh, the Menards in Elk River and two two probably corporate Christian people were there and they were threatening lawsuits and they were going to get their lawyer because the lady refused to put on a mask. She made a bigger deal of the whole situation than it actually had to be. She was offered a mask to wear a mask. They would check her out of the store and they would be on her way. But instead, because she probably doesn't have a job. So she took all day to try to argue with this person that works up at the menards god bless him and is making 13 dollars an hour but that makes you feel powerful that makes you feel like your american journey your american freedom is more valuable than the other person you know you realize that this person is just doing their job okay and i don't think on any day this person that is working at this store wants to argue with some bitter bitch that uh you know thinks she knows everything The store has a policy. You realize that stores, a lot of stores, they can say, hey, uh, no shoes, no shirt, no service. You got to wear shoes inside a store. Why don't people make such a big deal about wearing shoes? I don't want to wear shoes inside the store. Why don't people make a big deal about that or walking in without a shirt on? That's because if you walk down an aisle... In a grocery store, and you're not wearing shoes, and there's broken glass on the floor, and you cut your foot. What do you think your What do you think the first instincts going to be to the person that cut their foot? I want to talk to a manager. I need some compensation. I'm going to sue you. Blah blah blah. Or you walk in and you don't have a shirt on, and uh, some of your gross chest hair falls into the deli chicken that i want to buy tonight and now i'm affected yeah stores don't want that liability so stores can tell you to wear a mask if they want you to wear a mask we've totally we've totally we don't even care anymore about people in this country because it turned into a huge political issue if the last president who was a jackass by the way and this president's not really any better now but the last president was a jackass okay Let's just let's just openly come out and say it is what it is. The guy was not presidential at all. OK, if he would have stopped putting his foot in his mouth, he would have easily won a second term. I love when Donald Trump comes out and says, well, you know, there's no way that Joe Biden got 80 million votes because I got I got 74 million votes. And uh, none of mine were fraudulent, but a big chunk of Joe Biden's were fraudulent. Oh, well, there's either election fraud and uh so what are you saying? There's just election fraud for the Democrats? That they're just voting voting for, uh, for Joe Biden? You don't think there were some fraudulent votes for you, too? And there's been no proof of any of that, none of that at all. But if we just had a president that would have come out and said, hey, from the very beginning, we're going to do the best we can with this. I don't want anyone to die. Uh, we're, we're, we want to be safe. We want to be healthy. We want to keep our freedoms. But, hey, right now, can we try this? can we do this but instead we 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 have now made this 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 segment of the population where they think freedom honestly means like i can do whatever i want whenever i want and there's no consequences ever i don't have to wear my seatbelt i don't have to stop at a red light i don't have to stop at a stop sign i can drink and drive like there's rules there's rules in this country how far are you going to take it like you realize it, a stop sign, you're supposed to stop. It's not, do I feel like stopping? Am I in a hurry? Uh, no, you're supposed to stop. A red light means you stop. It doesn't mean like, oh, hey, uh, Jackass, is uh, he's in a hurry, so he's going to coast through this, so it's your responsibility to look left to right, and if you get T-boned, that's your fault, because Jackass is, is in a big hurry here. It's just that that's what we've created now, though. Nobody cares about one another. Not at all. It's it's about me, myself and I and uh, and my Amer- my my freedom is more important than yours. That's not how America works. That's what I kept saying about the whole Colin Kaepernick thing about the kneeling, which some people are still bent out of shape about for some reason. You realize your American journey, your American freedom is no more valuable, no more important no more precious than Colin Kaepernick's. And the same goes for him. His, his narrative, his, his American journey, his American freedom is no more valuable than yours. We're all equal. But a lot of people have, have totally forgotten about that. The Moron Spotlight and HodgePodge coming up.
0: The Trevor J. Brown Show. Jensen Sales Plus makes buying and selling online easy. From Craigslist to Amazon, eBay to Etsy, they do it all. Check out their website for more information jensensalesplus.com. That's jensensalesplus.com JSP, located in Princeton and a proud supporter of the Trevor J. Brown Show.
1: Now time for tonight's more on Spotlight. I, I This one, I just want to read the, the headline to you, not go into too much depth, but here's the headline from The Guardian. Russians head to the polls amid anger over economy and COVID. Here's the first paragraph. Russians will head to the polls beginning uh, last Friday for parliamentary elections that could serve as a platform for popular anger over the economy, a crackdown on dissent, and the government response to the coronavirus pandemic, but the ruling party United Russia is likely to find a way to maintain a hold, uh, stranglehold on its control of the state. Yeah, that's because the elections aren't fair. They're not. They're not real. They give you this. Remember when when uh, Vladimir Putin won the last election over uh, over the guy, and it was like ninety to ninety percent to ten. Yeah, the, the that that's that's what ended up happening, and and the guy that ran against him was poisoned in Germany, and uh, now is in some Russian gulag or some prison somewhere in uh, in Russia. So yeah, the uh, the Russian elections uh, they uh, they sure are fair. Uh more for uh, the moron spotlight. There's just too much here, too much gold. In her first year as a member of the House, Georgia Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene has said a lot of outrageous things. But on Thursday, she said something that even Steve Bannon may have found hard to believe. Greene, who has said she believes in the QAnon conspiracy theory, but not in the effectiveness of vaccines, was being interviewed on Bannon's Real America's Voice podcast. When she told the former Trump White House strategist, here's her quote, here's this is gold. I have been the most effective member of Congress this session, end quote. She said this was because of her insistence on roll call votes on each question before the House, so it's clear where each member stands. Uh, The clip on Twitter is great because (laughs) Steve Bannon kind of looks at the camera when she says it, and he doesn't, like, roll his eyes, but he kind of gives a glance to the camera where it's, like, interesting, very interesting. Last one here before we get to hodgepodge. Uh, You'll love this because we we love talking about uh, hypocrisy. Donald Trump Jr. spent Saturday mocking undercover law enforcement at the right wing Washington, D.C. rally that flopped. Fewer than 100 patriots. (laughs) It says people, but I, I put the term patriots in showed up for the event near the Capitol that was intended to hail those who stormed the building on January 6th as unfairly treated political prisoners. Several extremist groups warned members to stay away from the event, fearing it was a trap by law enforcement to surveil and arrest them. That was apparently the view of Trump Jr., a supposed law and order enthusiast. Didn't his dad run on on, uh, the law and order angle? Oh, that's only when it benefits them, though, right? He made fun of members of law enforcement in the crowd who weren't very effectively undercover. He said the officers were an absolute joke forced into these bullshit situations to entrap Americans. Trump Jr. did not seem to recall the real danger facing police officers at the Capitol insurrection on January 6th as rioters uh, marauded through the Capitol for hours unfettered. More security precautions were taken this time around at the event. Um yeah, I, I find it uh odd that you come out and your your dad ran on law and order, law and order, back the blue, back the blue, but then there's there's undercover cops and cops doing their job at this event and somehow now they're the bad guy. So when it's your guys going against the cops, it's uh it's, it's fine, I guess. But then when it's the cops, you know, it's like, whatever side that I'm on, whoever's on the other side, it's somehow bad. So now you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. So do you back the blue? Or do you not? Oh, so so you do only when it benefits you. But then for any other time, you just make fun of them. And and that's that. See, we call it out on the program. It's, it's pure hypocrisy. We hate the hypocrisy. You know, if you're going to stand for something, then stand for something. If you're going to back the blue, back the blue. But don't just don't just back the blue when it uh, when it benefits you. Donald Trump Jr. is is such a moron. Absolute moron. Hodgepodge is next.
0: The Trevor J. Brown Show. The Trevor J. Brown Show is brought to you by In Good Hands Massage. Be sure to treat yourself to a massage and visit In Good Hands Massage in Malacca. In Good Hands specializes in all types of massage, including deep tissue, relaxation, hot stone, sports massage, and more. Book your appointment today or get your gift cards at facebook.com slash massage by Lindsay.
1: Let's get into tonight's hodgepodge. And uh, this was uh, a list that came out originally back in 2004, I believe it was. Rolling Stone had their list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Well, now, five days ago, they came out with an updated list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. It's their first update in 17 years. The Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, took home the top spot for her version of Respect, which was originally recorded by Otis Redding. Snagging second place was Public Enemies Fight the Power. The magazine noted that its list was created from over 250 artists, writers, and industry figures who participated in a poll of over 4,000 songs. Rolling Stone's original list came in 2004, but a measurable amount of change was evidenced in the revised list with nearly half of the songs new uh, half of the songs being new. There's four more hip hop, country music, Latin pop, reggae and r in the latest list outcasts. Hey, Ya" for instance, checked in at number 10 while Kanye West stronger took the final spot at number 500. The Beatles Stevie Wonder and Fleetwood Mac rose in the rankings from the 2004 list showcasing their songs ability to stand the test of time. Current stars Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Lord, Taylor Swift, Lizzo, Little Nas X, The Weeknd, and Lady Gaga were among those to surge into the top 100. Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan was the top song in 2004. More on that in a second. The Rolling Stones' I Can't Get No Satisfaction was number two. Music changes so fast, the pace of change within the music space is incredible, Rolling Stone music editor Christian Horde told NBC News we focused on having a very diverse votership so the list ended up much more inclusive fresher it's reflective of what rolling stone is these days not just classic rock it's a broad spectrum of music in the updated list the 1970s had the most songs those songs resonate with younger audiences horde said so the full list is available on rolling stone's website go there if you want to take a look at the full thing we'll give you the top 20 in a second but I have to go back to something first I'm going to rip this apart and I'll tell you why the queen of soul Aretha Franklin took home the top spot now respect is a fantastic song Aretha Franklin is probably the greatest female vocalist of all time and if she's not number one she definitely needs to be in your top probably if she's not your number one she's either number two or number three or number four or number five. She's definitely in your top five, right? Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. She's amazing. Respect is not the number one song of all time. Okay? It's not. And I'll tell you why. Respect was out at the same time as Like a Rolling Stone, which, by the way, Like a Rolling Stone isn't even Bob Dylan's best song. Like a Rolling Stone is a fine song. Okay? It's it's fine. But it's not blowing in the wind. So right there, your list sucks, but here's why respect can't be your number one, because it didn't beat out like a Rolling Stone when the list came out in 2004. The songs were out at the same time or a couple of years apart. They were both from the 60s, right? Whenever they came out, they're both old songs. So how can a song that's 50 years old now be better Then another song that's 50 years old. It's stupid. I get you have other people voting on this stuff. But what Rolling Stone should have done is they should have like what we're doing with our list. We're not ranking the songs. We're going to give you the thousand songs that we feel are the best. And then when we get to a thousand, we'll do another thousand because music is always evolving. There's always more new music. There's songs that you've never heard before. There's uh, songs that have been redone and rewritten and re-recorded, and there's a million different things that that can be done, which is great about music. But to me, the number one spot is is you already messed up, because both of these songs. It's not like wow, we have a brand new number one, and this song came out three years ago. Okay, well, first off, if there's anything in the top twenty that's in the last ten years, the list is stupid. Because music, for the most part, uh, since about 2010, has taken a big dump, in my opinion. But no, instead, you have songs that are 50 years old. Well, Respect wasn't better than like a Rolling Stone in your initial list. How is it better now? Also, number two, Public Enemy, Fight the Power. You're full of crap. That's not the number two song of all time. Of all time? Does this list include songs written by Mozart or Beethoven or Bach or Vivaldi? Does it include any of that or is it just modern music? I'm fired up. Because this is stupid. Number one, Aretha Franklin respect. Number two, public enemy fight the power. Now we finally get to a really good song. Sam Cooke, A Change Is Gonna Come. Brilliant song by Sam Cooke. Number four, Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone. Here's the thing with Bob Dylan, that's not even his best song. Number five, Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's way too high on the list. Marvin Gaye, What's Going On, fantastic song. I think What's Going On is a great song. I also love Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Number seven, the Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever. Great song. I don't think it's the Beatles' best song. Hey, Jude has to be higher, right? Whatever, to each their own. Here's where the list. Here's where you want to take a gun. And uh, and uh. number eight, Missy Elliott, get your freak on. You want to blow up your computer with that gun. Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On, is number eight on the list. Are are you serious? Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On, is higher than God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Purple Rain by Prince and the Revolution and my personal favorite, Imagine by john lennon get your freak on a much better song than imagine by john by john lennon here's the shark rolling stone just jumped it that you have lost all credibility first off i'm 100% for if you want to have a diverse votership and you want to have more country and hip-hop and r&b and all of that stuff if you want to First off, why was your 2004 list not like that? But that's fine. Some of these songs people shouldn't even have voted on. How was one of the 4,000 songs that you could have voted on for the 500 greatest songs of all time, Get Your Freak On by Missy Elliott? And who publishes this where they say, yep, this list uh, we won't be made fun of for this, so let's publish this. Beyonce and Jay-Z, Crazy and Love is higher than Bohemian Rhapsody, by Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody is one of those songs where any loser in a car can hear it and they'll start singing along to it. I'm sorry, it's not better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Beyonce and Jay-Z Crazy in Love is higher than Purple Rain. I'm sorry, it's not better than Purple Rain. Crazy in Love is higher than Imagine by John Lennon. I'm sorry, it's not better than Imagine by John Lennon. I get that a ton of different people voted on this. I get that I didn't. I understand you're probably saying, why are you are so upset? You shouldn't be upset. This is a stupid list. If you want hip-hop on the list, let's start talking about really good hip-hop. Where's Tupac? Where's Eminem? Where's Dr. Dre? No, instead you have uh, Missy Elliott on here? Get your freak on? This is an embarrassing list. Rolling Stone should be ashamed that they even printed this. It's... It's awful and it's it's a huge butt stain on uh, music credibility for Rolling Stone and then to hide behind the "well, we want things to be more inclusive and more diverse yeah okay that's cool then actually pick songs that are uh, really good from hip hop and country and Latin pop and all of that stuff you know there's actually really good music out there it's in a way this sort of uh, denig- denigrates um you know th- those genres for these th- it's like hey uh we don't really know about hip-hop so we're just gonna put a song up there that hey uh, why don't you vote for this we don't really care about hip-hop at all we don't care about this we don't care about that but you know we got to put something on there so let's put get your freak on doesn't that sound good embarrassing list hey uh, we are back here later this week we got uh, tnt thursday for you with mark stone plenty of football conversation then uh, thanks so much for listening to uh, us of course we are available tuesdays and thursdays on spotify anchor google Podcasts, breaker radio public and pocketcast and our friday show available on the spotify app only thanks for listening
0: This has been the Trevor J. Brown Show. The opinions expressed on this show do not express the views of staff, management, or sponsors of Inherent Dream Production Company or streaming services where the show may be heard. The Trevor J. Brown Show is produced by Inherent Dream Production Company.